Dr. Majuru, perhaps let's start somewhere towards the end and asking you, for, as, for, as a veteran, uh, you've been vice president of Zimbabwe for 10 solid years. Uh, you've been in politics for over three decades. Why then did you leave ZANU-PF when you did? You're very right when you say a, a freedom fighter, a vice president, a minister, and so on. You know, being a freedom fighter, you have aims and objectives. But when you see that things that you have uh, followed for so many years are being, you know, deviated or left, you you decide to really, you know, work with your colleagues who will be reminding you of those things that are now being forgotten about. And you then decide to tell your colleagues those who will be nagging you about keeping on the candle of freedom fighting burning. And by so doing, I decided to then join my colleagues and formed that uh, people's, you know, Zimbabwe uh, People First Party. But what had changed in ZANU-PF? I mean, uh, given since the time that you joined the party to the time when you left, what had changed? You know, when someone tells you that there is uh, one center of power, which is not what we fought for. We fought for majority. We knew it was you and I, we are very important in all what we do in the formation and development of the country. And it had long forgotten. It was all me, 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 and my party and my people. And once you hear someone talking about my party and my people, you begin to wonder whether it's a private thing, whether he is talking in terms of being the leader of the country, or you then have to conclude when you see that a lot of those he fought with or a lot of those he you know, uh, was with in the liberation movement are now beginning to be victimized. Then you begin to, to know that all that you fought for are now going down the drain. So when did uh, President Robert Mugabe uh, start talking about me, me, me and my people? Uh, was that in 2014 or did it start way before then? I can't say which year exactly, but it can't be just in 2014. But uh, it was being done uh, silently. It was being done uh, in a more, you know, subtly manner and so on. But uh, all of a sudden, 2013, 2014, it really read its uh, ugly head. But he's always been consistent that he will be a president for life. So surely you had to have seen this. Some of these things, you know, when when they are said and as a party, you begin to dispel them by showing people that, no, 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 the policy of the party is that we go for elections. The policy of the party is that we use the majority decisions and so on. And... You, 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 you begin to believe what the party will always have been telling people or teaching people or campaigning about. But only in 2014 when, you know, they started talking about one center of power, that's when it was really real to some of us. 
Now, Dr. Majuru, um, you know, uh, been in politics for over 34 years. You've been uh, in the upper echelons of uh, ZANU-PF, coming second to only uh, President Mugabe at some point. How would you assess Zimbabwe currently? I missed your last bit. Uh, What would you say is the state of Zimbabwe in 2016? I'm sure that is um, for everyone to see that uh, the the economy is is is, is really in shambles. Our politics are really for everyone to see that uh, we are no longer the the country to to reckon with, and um, socially, uh, our 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 populace or the, the younger working generation is everywhere in the world. So there's really very little to talk about Zimbabwe at the moment. Do you take any responsibility for the current state of affairs, given that for 10 years you were vice president of Zimbabwe? When you talk of joint decisions, yes. And I'm not talking joint responsibility. I'm talking about uh, Dr. Joyce Mujuru. Are there any decisions, any policy positions that you regret today? Personally, I, I regret being part of the uh, uh, joint decisions that were taken by government because I can't say I, I didn't because I was part of the government for all these years. And hence, I now want to show the people that I will work as much as I can to try and correct those ills. But why should they trust you? People will say, well, a leopard never changes its spots. So why should the Zimbabwean electorate trust you? People first today, we have all people from all walks of life, people from MDC, people who have never joined any political party at all, people from ZANU-PF, and all of these have actually come to an agreement. They've come to an agreement that we need to now build a new Zimbabwe. And that agreement and that understanding has given us confidence that Mujuru will be, I think, a person to reckon with because they know from what I've been doing in this previous, in this government that I've been, I've been in, they know I can actually deliver. Based on what, though? What have you delivered to the people of Zimbabwe? Based on community, based on community programs that I started and gave people a hope based on some comments that I was, uh, you know, talking about in public, dispelling all those things, those ills that were happening to people, like when people were being beaten, I even commented about those in public. When I was addressing businessmen, because as you know, businessmen are very important in an economy. And you know, when you're addressing people during political meetings and so on, People would want to know in government what an individual's role would be. And I even spoke about why, why, why people were being persecuted for nothing. And what were the answers? You know, during, during, of course, I'm sure they they were now confident that even though people would see a group as a bad group, but there were good, good people amongst those bad people. Like yourself? Yes, please.
But you see, it's difficult to actually believe that. For the longest time, you were second in charge only to President Robert Mugabe. And today you come out and you're now telling us that, uh, you know, you were uh, opposed to some of the policy positions, some of the atrocities that were committed by the ZANU-PF government under your watch, by the way. You were part of it. You were not only part of it, but you were part of the highest leadership of the party. You, today you are, you are reading about China. Mao, Mao Zedong and Deng Xiaoping. What is your take about those two people? And I'm sure that's what I'm going to do. Today you are reading in the Bible about Paul, who was once Saul. Saul. And I'm sure I'm also going to be the same. There are a lot of examples that I can give you. And my conviction is to save the people of Zimbabwe. My conviction is that I've been painted with the same brush. And I want to show the people of Zimbabwe that I'm a different person. Uh, Do you think that people painting you with the same brush is unfair on you? It has been unfair, yes. But why is it unfair? Because I was with them. I have been a freedom fighter. This is the group that I've lived with for all my life. And we were agreeing that when we get warm, when we become independent, we are going to save our people. And when we were fighting, we knew we, the masses, were the waters. We, the freedom fighters, were the fish. And there's no way we can be separated. The fish and the water can't be, you know, in, you know separated. We were inseparable. But why is it that now that we are independent, we are now fighting as enemies? It, it was a big surprise on my part as a person. But, 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 but ZANU, um, uh, under your watch, stopped serving the people of Zimbabwe a long time ago. That economy started going down a long time ago. People were being persecuted a long time ago under your watch, uh, Dr. Mujuru. So isn't it true then that the only reason why you have now suddenly decided um, to turn over a new leaf is because you suddenly found yourself uh, perhaps not as the chosen candidate to succeed President Robert Mugabe. Since 2006 in, in Guerrero, he even spoke better about me when I was his vice president for no apparent reason. And since 2000, way before 2006, I had already started rural development programs, which showing hope to the people. And since that time, I did not re- or get tired of visiting the rural areas, visiting Binga, for, 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 for instance, and Binga is one of the poorest of the poor areas in the country, where I was you know, starting new programs, new projects, which should give hope to our people. And these projects did not get any funding. As you know, in our, in our country, vice presidents, you know, do not have a, you know, don't have a, a budget. You can see even with the vice presidents that are there today, it's not just in my Mujuru, you can see with the vice presidents that are there today. They're also be, being persecuted especially Munangagwa, for, for instance, the one who was being known to be the blue-eyed boy. So it's no longer my Mujuru or what. And also for uh, the sake of our culture, you know, there are men who are 
who, who still look down upon women. And, and I am fighting hard to show them that don't just look down upon women. There are also women who can uh, work to, to show that uh, we are better off than men. Are you prepared then to come clean, Dr. Mujuru? Are you prepared to tell the people of Zimbabwe what was going on in ZANU-PF while you were there? Yes, I am. But the other thing that you should also know is when you are also appointed under oath, it's not a matter of just saying things all and about. You should just do your things to prove that all the things that were being done were not uh, the things that you approved of, especially those that were meant to uh, persecute people, were meant to uh, do down uh, whatever uh, people were expecting to, to 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 see their government, you know, you know, give to the populace so that they lead a, a, a progressive life. So you've set up a new party. You are going to contest elections. Were elections ever rigged uh, during your time? at ZANU-PF? I did not. And mind you, it's a thing that is not of public consumption. I am also hearing it like your sounds. It wasn't a thing that every Dick and Joe was exposed to if, if it ever happened, because I did not come across such an action. Are you concerned, though, that uh, votes may be rigged not in your favor this time? Uh, I'm sure you heard that we, we as uh, uh, parties that are not ZANU-PF, we have uh, signed a document where we would want all those uh, areas that contain us, we, you know, you know, uh, corrected so that uh, nobody should dispute any elections that will that will follow. That's 24 minutes after 8. And this morning, we're in conversation with the founder of Zimbabwe People First Party, Dr. Joyce Mujuru. She was, of course, a vice president of Zimbabwe for 10 years, a former member of the ZANU-PF party and a war veteran who had dedicated her life to the improvement of the lives of others in Zimbabwe. Now, Dr. Mujuru, just coming back to your new party, uh, uh, Zimbabwe People First Party, the first question that comes to mind, uh, given what we've seen previously in Zimbabwe uh, with parties like the MDC, is who is funding your party? We are a holy Zimbabwean party. We are going to look after ourselves. We have Zimbabweans within the country and we have Zimbabweans who are working outside the country. So we will look after ourselves. So no outside help coming in, no donations from um, Western agencies and the like? Or is that something that we will Not uncover in time? Not as yet. Not as yet. If we are going to get anybody who will come with a gesture, why not? We will accept. So what is your ideological position right now? What are you offering the people, the electorate of Zimbabwe? We, we are national democrats. What does that mean? The people are... Uh, the people are our most core value. We are looking at the most things that affect our people. Such as? So, yes. And what we are going to do is that our those people that have decided to come together as the people first are the ones 
that are going to put forward those things that they want to correct and do as per the expectation of Zimbabweans. Both polit- not both, but politically, economically, and socially. We are going to make friends with all those that are ready to make friends with us. Who are you talking about in particular? World over. So has anybody approached you in that regard? Have you approached anybody else the world over? A lot of people have approached us and we have approached a lot of people. And to what end? You know, on on, on what grounds are you getting together? People understand that we are a peaceful party. People understand that we we don't hate. People know that we would want all those ills worked out, weeded out, all those who were at each other pacified or their misunderstandings sorted out. So as a party, we are going to make sure that we are going to correct the bad reputation, the bad name that Zimbabwe has been made to, to, you know, to be known about. So it's easy for people first to change that which you used to know Zimbabwe of. But I'm no clearer on your party's ideology at this point, Dr. Mujuru, with respect. Our ideology is that we would want to change our people's way of living. We would want to change our people's thinking. We would want our people to be part of the global village. 